0: Welcome to the Spirecast, a bi-weekly podcast from Spire Workforce Solutions in Atlanta, Georgia. So remote work, it's the ultimate, the aspect of a career or company that every millennial looks for and only hopes to achieve at some point. Though much like every other position out there, you're held to practicing good communication and hitting deadlines and there are metrics to keep in mind and a whole lot more. And naturally, there are pros and cons, though it should really boil down to one question. Are you a good fit for remote work? Here's Mike and Matt with a little bit more.
1: All right, so you wanna work remotely. You think you're ready for it, you have the experience, you have heard all your friends talk about how amazing it is, all these personalities on LinkedIn and Twitter are just singing its praises, but are you truly ready to work remotely? A couple things to consider before we talk about, obviously, the upside of working remotely. Um, When you are working remotely, it is typically because you have built a portfolio or a threshold level of competence in your subject matter that you consider yourself the subject matter expert in. So typically, most remote jobs are not offered or available for folks that are learning. Um, So if you are... Out of college, within the first five years, you're still learning and honing in on your craft. And that's assuming you stayed in the same field over those five years, right? The Malcolm Gladwell hours, 10,000 hours, equals to kind of like a subject matter expert. So keep that in mind as you consider remote work. Um, but let's just say you are, and you've gotten to that point in your career where you're in marketing or you're a coder or you're in recruiting um, or you're an accountant and you know what needs to be done to be successful. Um, I think the biggest piece that separates strong remote workers and folks that can handle it and get more and more opportunities to work remote are they are over communicators. They are constantly checking in with their superiors or their customers, whoever they're reporting into at the time and telling them what they've done for the day, their week, the month and the outcomes they achieve. So you gotta be prepared to uh, log those activities and be organized because you are gonna get measured on performance um, and, and deadlines and being prepared to be available on the weekends or in the morning because when you are working remotely, you are at the office. All right. So your customers are going to think that when they have time to talk to you or your boss is going to think when they have time to talk to you, um, that it's okay if it's on a Saturday or on a Monday morning. So now I'm painting with the broad brush, there are outliers where you have you've gotten to the point in your career where you can kind of dictate your schedule. But you know, for the most part, be prepared to work always beyond, you know, not twenty four seven, but always being available. Um Here's the other thing to keep in mind, uh, you know, in talking in, in the, the thought of the cons as opposed to the pros, um, your development and your learning is going to slow uh, because you're not going to be juxtaposing your ideas or your thoughts or your, your work product with some of the other people in the office that might be a notch above you. There's something to be said about um, going into the office and hearing what works in your job. And, um, I think that especially if we're talking about younger millennial folks, you, you will sacrifice a bit of that upside and, um, you know, you're going to have to be a continuous learner. You're going to have to be a voracious reader. You're going to have to be on YouTube and, um, you know, seeing what the, what the folks that are doing well in their careers in, in your specific field are doing, um, constant studying. If you're an accountant, um, going to trade shows and networking. So, if you are disciplined and your habits are, um, fo- you know, with that in mind, with that focus in mind, that hey, I'm I'm my I'm my own teacher, I'm my own boss. You you could do you could do well for yourself. But um, you know, outside of a completely virtual organization that you know you guys are all logging into a, a WebEx every day and you're hearing each other talk and collaborating like that, you will sacrifice some of that. And one other thing I wanted to touch on about. Um, you know, habits, and kind of the other downside, I guess you could say, of working remote, um, you know, we are all social beings. I mean, it, it's obviously gotten a little bit different how we communicate socially now with the advent of social media, but for the most part, we like to see and be seen, and I think going into the office and, and getting ready and taking a shower in the morning and those habits of kind of starting your day, you um, kind of gives us some some semblance of, of, of you know routine and sanity. Um, so if you are one that is working remotely, I would still continue to look at your habits. Are you getting up and just going from the breakfast table to to the to the desk and not showering or you know not starting your day until eleven o'clock after you've hit the emails like I think you have to be very cognizant of of that because maybe you know you go into an office and you're you have nine o'clock stand up meetings and you're, you're having your coffee and you're you're starting your day um, so I just think that habits are crucial uh, showering please please shower <laughs> um, but I, I do think you have to be aware of of those types of um, you know day to day Uh, tasks that you would ordinarily do just kind of put on autopilot Um, but now that I've kind of beaten down the thought of remote I I do want Matt you know you've you've worked with some folks that all they want to do is work remote and they've had success so um, what are they doing that's allowed them to kind of go from job to job or company to company or project to project if they're sole proprietors um, working remotely
2: yeah, I, I get to uh, I get to be good cop here and, and talk about the good things with uh, with working remote. But one other thing I would like to add with um, whether you're, you know pros or cons of of remote work is we always go through a top priorities list with all our candidates. Um, you know, a lot of people will always say working remote that's my number one priority. You got to make sure whether you're going to work remote or you're going to commute in, it's the job, it's the company, it's the work environment. Those need to be more um, up there, um, as, as well as remote, depending on your situation. Um, I've worked with a lot of people, dads, moms, uh, that need a little bit of flexibility, even just a one to two day remote day makes a huge difference for them. I mean, being able to, to remove themselves from two hours a day in the car and have that back, um, is huge for them, especially the, the young moms and young dads that have, you know, six month olds, one year olds, two year olds, um, that saves them money on childcare, that uh, makes them feel a little less guilty from being away from their, from their uh, young ones. And, um, you know, they, they really do, I think it, they appreciate the company too for allowing them and, and, and putting trust in them uh, to, to work remote. I mean, to give you an example, I, I just got off the phone with a, a girl the other day. Um, she is a top performer at the company um she uh has, has is like top of four in the last three years. Uh she lives in Atlanta and commutes to Lawrenceville. Like that is a huge commute. One way, um, that's like an hour and a half in the car. Um, it is starting to drain on her. And she's she's now starting to look for uh remote opportunities. Um so I think the other pro uh for a company allowing the remote opportunities is, is retention. Um if you can have that conversation with your employees and say, Hey, I get it. You're, you're, you're struggling to, to find the right childcare. You're, you've got a six month old. Hey, look, we trust you. You're doing, you're doing your job. You're a top performer here. Um, you know, you can have two days remote. I mean, she probably wouldn't even be on the phone with me if that was the case. So I think retention is, is, is a big play there. Um, and I would actually love to see, and I think we'll eventually see it, uh, some stats out there. does it increase the loyalty. I would say yes. Um, but how much, um, we'd love to see stat like that out there. I'm sure there is. Would need to go, uh, Google it. Um, I think also there's less distractions. That's another pro. Um, you know, you have less of your coworkers coming in and distracting you and talking to you about the football game or the big sporting event. Um, you know, on the flip side they can get a little uh you can get a little distracted at home um but again going back to you've been in the workforce for 10 years you're mature mature you know what you need to do you know you need you got to get your job done um then it's nice to be at home and have that you know work office and and set up there so i would say those those are like the top three pros of of remote work anything to add mike yeah i would just say that in terms
1: of um what we've seen anecdotally so spire we offer remote days. I mean, we don't track. Um, we don't track. We you know when you go work from remote, or if you need to take a do a doctor's appointment or whatever. So I think the biggest piece for employers that want to compete for talent in a 3.8% unemployment um, market is to offer. The remote, but at the end of the day, like even our folks that are allowed to work remote want to come into the office. Yeah, um, we have we have one individual who has kids at home, and um, she gets her remote days in, but every once in a while she'll pop over and and be a part of the team. And I think that has allowed us to have uh, very strong retention numbers for our, specifically for our industry, but in general, I mean our turnover is almost non-existent. So, um, you know that that if you are an employer um, that is thinking about implementing a remote remote work policy like we said measure their outcomes uh, make sure you're hiring folks that are at a level of, uh, of almost subject matter expertise um, you're not going to get a lot of development so what you see is what you get when you hire them wherever their wherever their skill set is at at day one of the job is probably going to be um, at a year and day one from the job um, so it, if that all works for you i think you can run a nice nice uh, shop um, specifically in these these Gig economy type type um, work environments, um, and and you'll have retention, and uh, I think your employees will appreciate it. So, um, but going through th- this type of uh,
0: you know dialogue is is paramount to the success of the remote worker. The Spirecast is a biweekly podcast produced by Spire Workforce Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about Spire, how to work with a company like us to find the right career path, or if you want to hire more effectively and strategically, visit our website at SpireWorkforceSolutions.com, connect with Mike, Matt, and the rest of the team on LinkedIn, or drop us a line at 732-859-7708. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. You've been listening to The Spirecast.